it's fine now. Why? Because I am here. This week on Shonen and Suds as we finally, finally dive in to My Hero Academia. Cody! Cody, Cody, Cody! How are you, man? Oh, man, I'm great. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be covering some actual shonen for once here, I think. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm so happy, dude. I can, I, I'm, or, I don't know. Like, I guess I, now I think I know how you felt when we covered, uh, when we covered Death Note. Like, I just, I'm so excited to just, A, have, I mean, I, I don't need a reason to watch My Hero Academia, but now I've got, like, a purpose to mm-hmm. watch it. I guess reason and purpose is the same thing, but, like, I feel like a reason to do something and a purpose to do something. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there's a big difference. Absolutely. But plus, we got season five right around the corner. No, oh, that's it. Starts this weekend, dude. It starts this weekend. I can't wait. But but of course, guys, I am I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams, and welcome to episode thirty-five, thirty-five of Shonen and Suds. Good old thirty-five. Thirty-five Shonen and Suds. That's a lot of alliteration there. But man, of course, like Cody said, we are going to be covering. Pretty much season one of My Hero Academia, so hopefully everybody watched along. And Cody, I, I can't think of anything bad to say about this show, man. Like even season one, like where you're still getting your quote unquote origin stories for the for the classroom. It's like, I I, I often look back and wonder why I had so much trouble getting into this show. Like it took me, like we were literally just talking about this before the cast started. I couldn't get past that little intro scene where they're where Bakugo and Deku are like, like Deku goes defending this kid from Bakugo being a bully. And like, like I, I couldn't get past that. I don't, I don't know what it was that the animation just didn't do anything for me. So you're talking about like the very, very beginning, the very, very first like the scene. opening yeah, like, 20 seconds. or something. Yes. Yes. And I was like, like the first time it was like, Nope, fuck this. Don't like it. Yeah. I think for me, the I... second time it was like, Ooh, yeah, for me, I definitely struggled watching the first season. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess it was just all the overhype. I, I hate using the word overhyped. It's more just like, you know, when you have so many people around you just telling you, hey, like, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. You have to watch Dude, this. Dude, same. Everybody, I'm like, all everybody right. was like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? You should watch this. You should watch this. And I'm like, mm. Which it, 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 And also, like, I mean, I've done that with shows, too. I've been like, hey, you got to watch Death Note. You got to watch Death Note. You got to watch Death Note. Mm-hmm. And I like <laughs> So like I, I guess it's, you know, I, I, I now I know the feeling. Um, yeah. yeah. Once, no, once, once you get to where the villains show up, it's, it's all gas. I mean, the whole show is really gas. You learn to, going back and rewatching this first season, I don't know what I was, what I was tripping on because this is all great. Like the whole show up to this, uh, all through season one is just fantastic. Well, I think I'm glad you said that because I think what happens initially is you want to see the fighting. It's like it's like every superhero movie. Everybody wants to see the fighting. Everybody wants to see the superhero landing. Everybody wants to see the superheroes do what they do in the comic books, right? Like you don't you don't go you don't you're not watching. I mean, I am because if I were stepping away from my hero for, for a second, like if we're talking like normal like mainstream superheroes, Captain America has always been my favorite since I was a child. Captain America followed by Daredevil. Most people, like, you don't give a fuck what they're doing. You just want to see him throw the shield. You want to see Daredevil 
leap over something and choke him with his billy club. Like you, you want to see the superheroes do what the superheroes do. So I can understand that because there's a little bit of a buildup here, um, you know, because they got to kind of these are kids. They got to discover themselves. So to me, it's it's I've always likened once I got into it, I was like, oh, this is just X-Men for weebs. That's literally how I describe my hero academia. It is X-Men for weebs, but it's the it's the opposite. And we'll talk about kind of what that means when we get into it. But Cody, you know, we could ramble all day long, but uh we we all we our throats get a little dry and we get a little parched if we if we do that. So I just gotta know, Cody, what you drinking? All right, Chris. You already opened it. You already opened it, didn't you? No, I did. That was wait. Wait, you did not pick up on the mic? Tell me you picked I up. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Oh, no. Well, it might be... Okay. Well, we're on a new headset, so maybe I'll have to, like, find a find a sound clip. But I did crack... A, <laughs> I cracked a fresh one. Don't worry. Uh, of course, this week, Chris, we actually... We got some matching drinks. We got... We both... This pick, is exciting. Yeah. Without even, like... We didn't plan this yeah, at no all. No communication. We just did it. Yeah. I have the Truly Peach Tea Hard Seltzer, um, which is, like, the new variety pack... There's four mm-hmm. flavors. It's like peach, lemon, raspberry, and strawberry and cherry. Strawberry and cherry. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's, it's strawberry and cherry or straw. Like the the one that's not strawberry is in like the back of the box, depending <laughs> on what side you opened it on. We're working our way back to that one. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty uh, but, much. But yeah, this week I have the the peach tea. Uh, what about you, Chris? What do you got? I've got the lemon this week because I, I had the peach and the strawberry yesterday. Um, like them both. Um. But I, I'm I'm ready to try the lemon. Um, now we were talking about this earlier. Just a little quick, you know, alcohol lesson. Most people know alcohol is derived from sugar. Um, these have honey in them. And I'm I almost I often wonder if because it's got honey in it, if honey is like the source of like the soluble sugar, and that's where the alcohol comes from. Because I thought the peach one when I first had it tastes very much almost mead like, like like a very very mild mead. Like it's very honeyish. It has that kind of like almost like earthy kind of sweetness to it. That's such a weird way to describe it, but but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely doesn't. It doesn't even remind me of a tea at all. It's hard to even describe. Um, but it's good. The tea you know, is it's, very it's, mild. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I can't I can't complain about it. I think I like lemonades better. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's something new, something new to try out. And, uh, yeah, and I'm looking at like the nutrition information. You know, I'm not one to. I mean, I try to watch my girlish figure. I'm old. I definitely want to make sure I'm not eating and drinking like shit. But, like, dude, if you're, like, trying to, like, watch your intake, you know, be it carbs or sugar, I mean, it has, it has like, super low sodium, super low carbs, and, like, like almost no sugar and 100 calories per 12-ounce can. So, and here's the thing. Say what you want, Cody. I don't fuck around. Any shit, these truly white claw, whatever, dude, these things fuck so hard. They're so good. <laughs> you know, I, I like the hard sell. I like, you know, I, I'm in, I, I like hard seltzers. I like the lemonades. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll even drink a twisted tea, but I don't like the sugar shits I get from those. But like these, these are right up my alley, dude. They, they'll get you drunk. You don't feel like, you know, it's just everything you want about going out and drinking without like, all of like the extra like heaviness, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, these will definitely creep up on you if, after you've had a couple of them. So, uh... Yes, they will, and I've got a couple of them sitting in front of me because Cody, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dive into my Hero Academia. But we got a quick tale of the tape, so let's talk about it. Um, 
we'll start with uh so the manga my hero academia uh originally uh premiered july 7th 2014 and it's still going it's still going right now it's actually something i enjoy reading on the side um I've very much slowed down on how much I read just because I, I got other things going on. I mean, how much I've read that because I'm, you know, I'm doing other things. But if I'm, you know, if I find myself with, you know, some free time, I'll read a volume, read a couple pages. I got the Viz app on my phone. So I'll just, you know, do a little tinker stinker through that. Um, so the manga, uh, July 7th, 2014, and the anime premiered in April of 2016. Uh, the anime and, or sorry, the uh, manga is written by uh, Kone Horikoshi, um, and it's it uh, looks like this is a um, I guess this was premiered. This is like you said, this is our first Shonen. It was uh, premiered in uh, Shonen Jump, the weekly Jim Jam. Yeah, I think this is so, the first anime slash like manga we've covered that was actually in Shonen Jump. I yeah, could, that's funny. I could be wrong, um, but we we've covered a lot, so it's really hard to say. I'm trying to think back. I have the list. It's over there, so I, I'd have to I'd have to go through each one and look. But uh, it definitely feels like the first. Oops, sorry, I kind of mm-hmm. I accidentally muted myself. This feels like oh, the, that's okay. the first like actual shonen anime that we're covering. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and obviously, you know, we the sh- the show had. And normally, we talk about like the acclaim and the reception it got, you know, when we finish it. But obviously, this is still ongoing, and. I mean, this this is wildfire, man. Like, people love my hero. I we I said this on either the cast last week or the week before. Like, I'll just be wearing. It might have been last week. I'll just be wearing like I have I have like a subtle like all might hoodie, um, and I have a I, I have a pretty brazen Manetta t shirt. But like, I I cannot wear those out in public without getting at least like two or three people to be like, love the shirt, love the shirt, love my hero. And I'll just I'll find myself in a conversation. When I was okay, so quick tangent before we dig into this. When I was doing physical therapy, I'd hurt my back at work. This was a couple months ago at this point. When I was doing physical therapy, I, you know, I had my All Might hoodie on. This is one of my last sessions there. There was a guy who just started, and you know, I'm doing whatever exercise they had me doing, like some like like twist stretching, some kind of weird stuff. And like the guy walks by and like he sees my hoodie, he's like, "Oh, fucking All Might, you like my hero?" And I was like, uh, "Like you, that's the question you can't ask me, Cody." Because you're about to have like you're about to get like an earful, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I literally spent the next like 30 minutes while I'm doing my stretching, like talking to this guy about my hero. So it was really, really cool. Like I, I it's such a, again, it, it it transcends. This is one of those shows that shows that like even if you're not a fan of anime, this is a show. If you like anything superhero related, there's something here for you. Because one of the things we see throughout the progression of the show, Cody, um, you see it a lot in this first season, but more so like once season two and three start, there's a lot of characters. You're introduced to a lot of a lot of people, and they find the time to really get to know all of them. And I think that is so smart, so well done, because you'll find like everybody has a different favorite character in this show, which I think is really, really neat. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And they like they kind of highlight uh, just a handful of characters sort of per season where like the other ones will still be mm-hmm. there. Um, but there's definitely yep. more focus on like certain characters. And we'll see that as we go through from season to season, uh, like who gets their time. Absolutely. In the sun, just like a, absolutely. And just to give a kind of a, a perfect, a perfect example, like I want to say in like season three, uh, season three or four, like Baku goes like non-existent oh, yeah, and well, he's 
in 100%. season one, he's one of like the main characters. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to bring so, that up because like I, f- I almost forgot like how important Bakugo is to the show. <laughs> like until yeah, like going exactly. back and revisiting this. Exactly, exactly. Well, Cody, I'm ready to dive right in. Uh, I, I, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, the driver's seat. You go ahead and get comfortable. Uh, you know, grab uh, you know, grab your your CDs or you know, that's just showing my age again. Grab your your case of CDs. Grab whatever book you want to read. Hope you got your switch fully charged. Um, your auxiliary cable, what, whatever form of entertainment you got, go ahead and hop into the uh, the old passenger seat there because we're gonna go for a ride. All right, Chris, well take us away. <laughs> Indeed. Well, so episode one, it opens uh, with this scene, like I've said before. Uh, I had a hard time getting past this, but it just uh, looks like I'm, I'm assuming this is gonna be a, this is a flashback because you see uh, uh, a young kid protecting a kid behind him, and he's being you know pretty much. You know, faced off by these three bullies. Two of them look like they, they seem to know each other. And they like, and I think this is what kind of got me weird. Like, one kid has like really long fingers and like wings. And I'm like, what the fuck is this I'm watching? Um, but of course, like, he, he's, you know, defending a kid, but like, he, they say he doesn't have a quirk. You know, he's a quirkless loser. Um, and bef- so, and then, then they attack and then it kind of, flashes there and then we're met in present day seeing a now younger uh izuku midoriya who is the, the main character which here on out i'll just refer to him as deku it's a little bit easier to say um what you really catch here right off the bat is that this the world that we live in now and this is why i said it's like x-men for weaves but in reverse if you don't have a quirk you're the fucking weird one like you're the outcast where it's like superhero society has become normal in this world like you're you if you don't show signs of any sort of latent power you're just you're you just become like a postman or something you know what i mean like you don't do shit you're just a very very oddball kind of rarity but any old who back to back to what's going on here oh no go ahead cody i'm sorry yeah i think it's like a the 80 80 percent of people have quirks and like 20 Mm percent don't and uh <clears throat> yeah, basically, Deku is narrating this whole part for us, kind of just giving us the gist of this world and kind of introducing us into like, like absolutely the origin of quirks, basically. Yeah, and this first scene here, when we see um, uh, you know, more teenage Midoriya or Deku, um, he's he sees a, a a battle taking place. There's a giant villain like right in the middle of like, uh, I guess like a busy intersection. Um, and what I really liked here, and I'm, when I once I finally got this far, I thought this was really cool. Like, you see a guy on the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, there's another, there's another, another villain attack. Yeah, I guess I'll be home. I'll be home late." And it's like, "Oh, like this is just a normal fucking Tuesday." You know what I mean? Like, villain attacks are pretty common, and that's I guess where the need for heroes is because you have villains who abuse their powers, and you have heroes that, um, you know, they want to. They, I don't want to say they do it for personal glory because apparently, you know, when as you see this battle unfold, we're introduced to a couple of heroes. Um, Midoriya is um, kind of narrating that you know the more the more popular a hero is, the more money they make, the more of a celebrity they are. It all it just kind of has this, um, yeah, I guess celebrity status is kind of the best way to put it. Um, and usually, and that's why we see here, uh, we're introduced first to um, a few heroes. We're introduced to, uh, God, I, I'm so bad, I cannot remember his name, the tree guy. Uh, Kamui. Kam- Kamui Woods. Kamui yep. Woods, yes. So I had, to, I had to get there. 
So Conway Woods, and we're introduced to uh, um, the uh, Danger Arms. What's his name? Uh, Death Arms uh, and um, Backdraft. Yeah, I remember Backdraft. These guys are kind of like. Yeah, these are like super side characters. Yeah, these are like super. Like you see them in this first episode, and I don't think you see them again at all. In the yeah, first I think season. it's Death Arms. Okay. Yeah, so it's Death Arms, uh, Backdraft, and uh, and Kamui Woods. And Kamui Woods is actually like, and Midori even says, "Oh, Kamui Woods, he's a new hero that just came out on the scene." Um, and the people are responding very well to him. But as a uh, as he's and as he's getting ready to like get him with his uh his uh, lacquered chain prison, his kind of ultimate attack, which what I really like is when they introduce a character, you kind of have like this scene where they're like, they say the person's name and they have like a little screen, you know, what they are, what they do, that kind of thing. But as he's about to, no, go ahead. It's definitely something I really appreciate. I wish more shows would do this. Yes. um, Because you really get the feel like it'll be like, oh, this is Sue and she has the abilities of a frog. Or this is, you know, it's just nice Mm -hmm. to have like a, a pause in the action just for a brief second and get all this like information that's important across and just like a split second. Yeah. And, and that's good enough to be like, Hey, this is what this person is. This is what they do <laughs> now back to our show. Um, and so while they're fighting, um, Deku's got his notebook out and he's like, Oh, he's got, he's like taking notes. And the guy beside him is like, I know what you are. You're just a fanboy." Um, so like he has notebooks of just, just information on heroes. So clearly being a hero is something that you know, he idolizes these people. Um, and we go, we'll get into that as we uh, go on. Man, this lemon one's actually really good, by the way. Um, <laughs> so like I said, Conway Woods is about to finish off this, uh, this villain or capture this villain. And just out of nowhere, we get a, a thunderous big boot from another new hero by the name of Mount Lady. And what I do like here is, uh, you know, she's gigantified and you see like everybody like snapping pictures of her ass and, which, which it goes back to what you know what Deku was saying that like you know if the if the public responds to you, the better chance you have of you know getting you know, I guess getting with a better agency, being you know getting that status of being like a top ranked hero. Which again, that's something they they dive into a little bit later. Um, it's one of those things that if you if as you go back and watch it, you see a lot of these little small things. Um, mm-hmm. So he starts taking notes about. Um, about Mount Lady because he hadn't he hadn't seen her before yet. Yeah, she kind of jumps in and steals uh steals Kamui Woods' thunder, kind of takes yep, credit for absolutely. like the battle that he had pretty much already won. Um, pretty much, and you know, the, of course, there's that scene um, where she's posing for the cameras, and you know, they got the they got the villain you know locked up, and they're the police are taking him away. Um, and then from there, um, obviously, you know, he had the guy who calls uh, Deck to a fanboy asks if he's going to be uh, a hero, and he's like, you know, he'll do his best. Um, and then we go, but then we flash over to uh, their junior high school where they're they're all like him, Bakugo, um, and we don't meet Bakugo officially quite yet, but you, he's the kid that was bullying uh, Deku in the first scene. Uh, they're all in the same class here, and he's talking about like what they want what they want to do. But he's like, I know all of you. I'm not even going to bother. I know all of you want to go to take the hero course at UA High. And this is where we're kind of met with uh, with Bakugo. That he's like, he's like, nobody in this in this class can touch me. Uh, I'm going to be the top hero. I'm going to beat all like he. So he is introduced to us as this super cocky, just a just just a fucking turd. But he's ambitious, and he does have the quirk to back it up. 
So I think that's really, really cool. And uh, poor, poor Deku here. He gets, uh, he gets um, kind of singled out here because he also wants to go to UA High. But then like the whole class just has this moment where they fucking laugh at him because he doesn't have a quirk. He is one of those rare, you know, 20% that was born without a quirk. And I believe here is where we see, um, I can't remember if this happens first or if we see like the intro to the ooze monster. I'm trying to get my timing right. We do flash over to like the ooze monster here a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. We, we just kind of see him like just kind of on the run. Um, oh, such a cool scene. Yeah. Like clearly he's, he's robbed a bank cause he's got like money, like, coming out and this is like a, a normal again people are kind of watching this happen and they're like oh it's happening again and we see a you know a, a, a guy coming out of a store holding a bag and then just you see like the buff up and people like are like oh. so that that clearly means we're about to see somebody super important and then uh, i believe from there we see um like bakugo harassing uh deku again um saying you know you're you're again saying that you're just a loser. Um, and I want to say, I can't remember if this is here where he burns. Yes, this is where he, like, burns his notebook. Like, uses his little explosive in his hand and just, and, like, lights his book on fire and, like, throws it out the window. Just really, really treats him like shit. Just such, he's just, when we're introduced to Bakugo here, he is just a total fucking bully. Yeah, he, 100%. He, and, he, and he, like, he plays it well. Um, as much as I dislike the character a lot in this first season uh he is like mm -hmm. your, your typical bully um through and through uh, mm -hmm. and that hasn't changed and just just so we don't get too confused or anybody listening who hasn't seen this it's Ka mm -hmm. katsuki bakugo is his name but deku calls him kachan yeah. so like these, yeah these three both have or these two both have like three names that they go by so yeah we're probably gonna hop around a little bit um yeah deku's more of a i from the vibe I, I got, I kind more of like, like an insult. Yeah, and, well, for now it is until later. When, yeah, when he hears a girl likes that name. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I, I like I said, Deku and Bakugo again. They're kind of the two main, you know, main protagonists here in this first season. Um, and w throughout these scenes here, we're getting uh, another flashback of Deku as a kid. Um, and this is this is kind of a big one. And this this one really like. Man, this one really gets gets me every time because it's like, you know, Deku as a kid, he's like, "Mom, mom, computer time." I want and like, so he he just is in love with All Might. All Might is the number one hero. He is he's the guy. He is he is the Superman. He is the Captain America. He is he is the number one. If when he's around, you know, villain villains watch out. You know, so. He wants he's what you know he's watching this video of like when he first appeared on the scene where he rescues like a hundred people from a from a terrible train accident and like you know we haven't he's not at that age yet where they can determine whether he's gonna have a quirk or not. So he just wants to he wants to be like All Might. When he gets his quirk, he wants to be like All Might. Then it just cuts right to they just suck the oxygen right out of the room and he's at the doctor's office and the doctor's just like sitting in his chair, like, nope, not gonna happen. And he kind of explains, like, well, you know, you see in their foot, if they have this extra joint in their pinky toe, they're probably not going to have a quirk. Um, and he, his parents don't really have much. Like, I want to say his father can breathe fire or something stupid, and his mom can, like, tell it, like, levitate small objects. Like, nothing really to nothing really to write home about. But th this is where it gets you, man. I, I, I Like, every time, 
and like i get goosebumps just thinking about it like he's sitting there watching the video again with like tears in his eyes and like he's i don't know like his mom's devastated he's devastated and like he he's watching the video he like turns around and you, you see this gif all the time and she's like he's like you see mom no matter what he's always smiling and it's just like <laughs> yeah he's like and then she smiling yeah. while bawling and uh mm -hmm. basically his mom just starts crying with him and basically apologizes because he's like can i still be a hero like all might and she's like i'm so sorry deku <laughs> yeah and, and then you get the then you hear him narrating like mom that's not the answer i needed to hear so what i i like that he's narrating this um it gives you a uh like a how i met your mother kind of vibe you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah absolutely uh, yeah, and then of course, um, you know, we've got we've got Deku, I guess, on his way home, and he's kind of having this this inner monologue to himself, uh, you know, that he's he, he's still gonna stay positive, he's still not gonna give up, and you know, he starts laughing like all might, and then from behind him, the old uh, sludge monster comes out of this and uh, comes out of the sewer and attacks uh, Deku, um, pretty much is like, hey, I need to I need to lose. I need to lose all he doesn't say that all might's behind him, but he's like, I need to I need to hide. So your body will do just nicely. So, you know, he's he Deku's in a bad way here. He's probably gonna die until until Cody. Cody, we see the fucking the sewer cat come up. And our man, our man, the man, the myth, the legend himself, all might coming in hot. That's right, Chris, with His, a nice with a nice Texas smash. <laughs> oh, the the classic. The Texas Smash pretty much just just obliterates this sludge monster, and uh, you know he he he, he kind of you know makes light of it at first. He's like, oh, I don't you know these sewer systems are hard to navigate. Sorry, I couldn't get here. But uh, so of course, you know Deku's like kind of unconscious, and he once he comes to, and the monster's been like stuck in. He pretty much put him inside of his little soda bottles so he could take him away. But like once he realizes that All Might's the one that saved him, he starts like geeking the fuck out. He's just like, oh my, you know, oh my God, I have so many things I want to ask you. I want, you know, just starts going. And he's like, oh, my notebook. Oh, I wonder if he signed my book. He like signed it. He's like losing his mind. Um, so All Might has to leave. And on his way up, he uh, he realizes that Deku has attached himself to his leg. And uh, so, and he's just got the, like the fucking face. You know, he's trying to, <laughs> trying to hang on for dear life. And he's like, let go. And he's like, if I let go, I'll die. He's like, oh yeah, it's a good point. So then he uh he finds a rooftop to land, um and to to in this first episode um he he just lands on a roof. He's like uh you know you can get down through that way or call somebody they'll let you in. Um I've got to go and he's like no wait I've got something to ask you, and he he ends if uh can he ends ends by asking if somebody if someone who doesn't have a quirk can be a hero like him. Now that's a that's a pretty big like as as kind of like uh, almost like as a throwaway question that is that is literally the crux of the entire show which i thought was really really cool yeah it definitely stops him in his tracks and that's where we get our, our first credit scene roll uh and one one small thing just to touch on when they land mm -hmm. you see you see like uh all might he like starts to bleed a little bit from his mouth and he's basically like, yeah you can something's tell, not right you can tell there's something wrong with him and, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be mm -hmm. looking which is also very important mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and that takes us right into episode two. Um, now, one of the things that we see here, um, we have a, 
Bakugo and his friends, um, they're just talking shit about Deku, and then uh, we do see that uh, the Sludge Monster is actually alive and well and no longer in All Might's custody, which we find out um, here when we flash back to the rooftop that uh, because of uh, because of Deku attaching himself and having to, you know, kind of disorienting All Might, like, he lost it. He, he dropped him out of his pockets. Um, yeah, drop and the, so drop the old two liter bottle with the sludge monster. The, that's right, and you don't want to drop a fuzzy a, a two liter; it'll fizz all over the place. <laughs> um, so they when we go back to them, he act, all might answer this question pretty much like, "Hey, um, you know, you could always be a police officer or something like that." And then, uh, and of course, is while Deku's talking, uh, all might uh, he, he's hit his limit and just. <laughs> turns into this this fucking scrawny ass old fucking almost like a hobo right like clothes are kind of like big and gangly like he went from like superman outfit to like superman's pajamas you know what i mean yeah no his shirt doesn't fit anymore he's a uh, oh man lost all of his muscle he's just a, a real scrawny looking guy and oh man and deku doesn't even know what to think he thinks like he's like oh you're not really all my this this can't be real but then they talk, and he shows him this massive injury he has that he got from a fight like five years ago. Um, and, you know, of course, Deku's like, oh, that was this fight from whatever. He's like, oh, well, you know your stuff. Um, so they actually have, like, end up having a, a pretty big conversation here. And he pretty much tells Deku, he's like, he starts te- telling about, you know, like, what it actually takes to be a hero. Like, you, you, need, to, you need to be ready to risk your life at a moment's notice. Um so, yeah, he pretty much, and that's pretty much where he says, like, you know, he doesn't say you can't be a hero without a quirk, but he doesn't say, oh, yeah, fucking absolutely, yeah, go ahead, you can do it. You know what I mean? He kind of feeds him from, the, he takes the long way around to get there and feeds him from the long end of the spoon. Um, and while all, so while, as, while all this is happening, Katsuki, <sighs> Akigo is basically, he's getting attacked by the, the sludge monster. Yep, yep, because um, once he realizes, he sees an explosion in the city, and that's when he realizes that, oh, shit, that's where this monster is. And, of course, he can't, he 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 has we see that inner monologue where he can't fucking transform. He's like he's wait he's used his power. Um and what's happening is it cuts to the scene and Bakugo is like and really the explosions are from Bakugo just trying to get away from this guy. Um and what's and this is where we see the same heroes. We see Death Arms and Backdraft. Now Backdraft is actually pretty useful here. He's able to like put out the fires everywhere, but like none of the other heroes that are there are worth a damn. You got you got uh, backdraft. You've got a uh, somebody tending to like the wounded. You got a, a fucking baseball guy who all I could tell was his only power was like talking in baseball like rhetoric. Like, oh no, this is gonna be a shutout. You know, it's like get the fuck out of here. That character's pretty lame. Yeah. So not everybody was created equal, Cody. Yeah, and so Izuku basically makes his way towards this like crowd. Obviously, there's like a crowd gathering of like civilians, mm-hmm. and um. He basically realizes that this is the same sludge monster that All Might had saved him from in the previous episode, and uh, and he he, gets, he starts feeling real bad. Yeah, he's he's feeling pretty guilty because he knows like if he would have like, it's his if, fault. Yeah, if he would have never grabbed on All Might's leg when he jumped up in the air, then like the bottle would have never fell fallen, and Bakugo would have never got mm-hmm. attacked. Yeah, so there's a lot happening here, and uh, what also happens is uh, you know the crowd that's watching that's being held back by the the rest of the heroes they're wondering where's All Might. You know, is he going to show up and save this kid? And it cuts to like you see, you know, scrawny all might, small might over in the, uh, over in the corner, and um, and then 
what what's crazy here is um when you, we we get like you know Deku's kind of first moment where he sees that like Bakugo is the one being held hostage and he just he just takes off just takes off towards the towards the danger um and he's like uh I don't know what I'm doing what am I doing when I I, I can't stop myself I, my legs are just going and when he gets there he fucking takes his backpack off and just chucks it at the monster and of course All Might's like holy shit what is he doing and from here um it like seeing him do that he's like i can't believe like like you know i'm a, i'm back here being a coward and this this kid is just flying headfirst into danger like that gives all might like enough like motivation to like hulk up and all might comes in and actually saves the day once again and hits him with a uh, detroit smash pretty much changing hits the monster with the with a detroit smash saving uh saving bakugo saving deku and changing the fucking weather in the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very very heroic move taking out the sludge villain and uh basically once again all might all might have saved the day and uh he's Absolutely. Very, he's definitely like very taken back by the way that Deku acted like very heroically and just jumped like you said just right into the danger uh to save his quote unquote friend I'll say. Uh Absolutely. And and that that was actually a really cool moment here and like because there's an exchange afterwards with Bakugo and uh, Deku where he's just like, don't think, don't think this changes anything. You know, I don't, you know, like Bakugo's mad that he, like, that Deku kind of saved him. Or he's like, or he's like, no, you didn't save me. You didn't do anything. I was fine. And I guess that's in his twisted way of saying thank you because you have that real kind of heartwarming moment where it's like, you know, he's like, Deku was like, I, 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 I couldn't just sit there and watch you die. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 kind of the big moment, and that that's the moment where All Might jumped in. Um, so after after Bakugo leaves, like Deku turns around and he is fucking out of nowhere. Man, All Might comes in, and as he's talking, he just <laughs> turns back into you know Small Might. Good old Small um, Might. <laughs> absolutely, and this this is this is this is kind of the big moment here where you know he he's just again reiterating to, to Deku that you know watching what you did. You know, that's that's what it takes to be a hero. That's the mark of a true hero. Um, and he's like, you know, you're moving, you know, you're you're acting before you could even think just to, you know, because there was somebody else in danger. And that's when he tell like he um he tells uh, Deku that yes, even you know, even somebody without a quirk can become a hero. And like again, this is one of those real big like gut wrenching moments where it's like you know, you're like Deku, like this is this is everything he wanted to hear. He finally, he, he didn't hear it from his mother when he was a kid. He didn't hear it from All Might the first time. But then when he showed that he's really committed to going down this path, All Might realized that, yes, this is, he, this is the kid. He most certainly can become a hero. And Deku needed to hear, and that's, this is like the intangible shit, right? Like, he needed to hear that so badly. He needed to hear that for like the last like 10 years of his life. And like I, I catch on to like the little shit like that. Like that that scene means so much to me because it took just him almost pretty much dying twice for someone to believe that this kid's got the chops. And he I, I don't know, man. Like there's just something really powerful that starts us right there. And then Cody, 
you know, we're, 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 we're not, we're not hitting the brakes. We're going to, we're going to roll through this stop sign and we're going to go ahead and go to episode three. So we kind of pick up right where we ended and All Might's explaining his quirk to, uh, to Deku that, you know, you know, yeah, you can become a hero. You, you're going to, I'm, you're going to inherit my power, which is called one for all. And he kind of, he goes to tell, he goes to tell the history of, uh, of one for all, how it's pretty much, it's, it's a more of a mantle than anything else. Um, you know, and everybody who's been, who's had one for all kind of adds something to it. And that, because uh, this is where you find here that All Might wasn't, uh, All Might wasn't born with a quirk. He inherited this one, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, it's definitely, it, it's definitely cool for Deku to, to finally learn about this because it's like, wait, he's just like me, really, in a way. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. born with a quirky. And his idol this. is just like him. Yeah, and his idol is basically like, hey, you're going to inherit my power. Um, yeah, now you're going to be me. How about them after? <laughs> yeah, so he's definitely very taken back by all of this all this new information. Absolutely. And, uh, well, he, he tells him that, like, well, I can't just give it to you. Like, you you um, you um need to, we need to toughen you up. Like, I can't just give it to you. You'll, you'll die. Like, you'll just, you'll just explode, more or less. So he, he agrees to start training him, um, especially since, you know, he's got the next 10 months to be ready for the UA entrance exam. So pretty much we have, pretty much this episode is, or this, this section of the episode is taking place over the next 10 months. And it's a 10 month Rocky montage where, <laughs> I'm so you know, glad you said that. Yeah, that's exactly what like... it is. You could cut on hearts on fire and just go. Oh, you there? I think I lost you. Oh, oh, oh my bad. I muted myself again. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Got to get used to this new mic, but uh. Oh, that's okay. So what were you saying? I said yeah. Rocky montage, play Hearts on Fire. What do we got? <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's just like a Rocky montage, and uh, basically he assigns Deku to like, I guess it's clear this beach. It's clearly like mm-hmm. a trashed up beach, you know, and uh, people are just throwing shit everywhere. And yeah, it's a it's Mr. Miyagi type action here too, by the way. Yeah, it's I very like it. Karate Kid, Rocky combined all into one, and he's just preparing mm-hmm. it for the UA entrance exam. And UA if is for anybody that doesn't know, it's like it's the superhero high school. It's like where yeah, all the big. You want to be a hero? This is where you better go. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, he basically just begins training him, and we we get all these. You know, he's flipping tires, he's carrying tires, he's pulling all this junk off this beach, <sighs> pulling refrigerators with All Might sitting on top of him, and like you you hear like All Might weighs like what like six hundred pounds or something absurd. Yeah, something absurd like that, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually doubt I only weigh, like, 428, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, then... Like, it's all muscle. Yeah, and then, of course, eventually we get to the to the end of this, um, and, like, Izuku, he's... Or Deku, I guess we're going to be calling him from now on, um, but he's mm-hmm. basically cleaned up the entire beach of its all of its trash, not just the section that All Might assigned, so he, like, went above and beyond and, like, yeah, he's having like the, the the screaming at the top of his lungs, you know, no shirt on. Like, and we've seen him like, because he was like struggling. He had he had, he like was doing the math. He's like, well, I've got this many months. I've got to go to school. I've got to sleep. So that means I've got to do this. You know, he's just like Deku's like he's he'll go on these like rambling fits where he's like trying to figure everything out. <laughs> so after the training code, I love this. He's just like he like gives him like a strand of his hair and like. <laughs> Like he, it's first kind of like rapey when he's like, "Yeah, you've got to have me inside you," and it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what am I watching?" Being like, he plucks a strand of his hair, and Deku's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you got to. That's how you inherit my power. Is you got to 
eat like the smallest piece of my DNA or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, well, this is a uh, so that and he, he eats the hair and um so now it's the uh it's the day of the uh the entrance exam. So what's really cool is he um you know <clears throat> excuse me. So he shows up, he um but Deku's like, well, how am I supposed to pass this exam? Like he's kind of worried that like he's not gonna like I don't know. I don't know. There's there's some definitely some 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 skepticism here. He's kind of worried that it's all it's gonna go tits up. But uh he's here at UA. Um and of course he's just dumbfounded. I think what he trips over his own fucking feet and he's in he's uh he meets a friend who like she saves him from pretty pretty much eating shit. Um she like cause she can like float. Yeah, she can basically and, of like, course, touch things and make them levitate and uh yeah, like 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 you were getting at. This is Ochako Uraka. Uraka. Yeah, Uraka. Yeah. And uh, clearly Deku is he's blushing because obviously he's getting. If he would have fallen, he would have been embarrassed. He's very embarrassed. He's very shy to talk to girls. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, "This is the first time I've ever talked to a girl." <laughs> yeah. So he's he's having himself a ball. He's at, at the school of his dreams. Um, pretty much, he's just <laughs> he's just happy. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, inside. And of, we're. In, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, basically. No, please, please. They, I insist. They go inside and we meet present Mike for the first time, who is basically. He narrates a good portion of like when a new character gets introduced. And he's. Yeah. Pretty much like a. I think he's a faculty member and he's like the spokesperson for UA High. Yep. Yeah. Kind of almost like, almost like the, the guidance counselor, essentially. Yeah, and they basically. He, he explains like the. The exam, like this practical test that they have to take. Um, where yeah, and he explains everything. And we're also while while he's explaining, he actually uh he's going over like the different obstacles. And we're introduced to another character here who kind of stands up. He's like uh um you know there, there's it shows four, but you're only you only mentioned three. Is this some sort of uh this some sort of error on official UA uh you know on official UA documents? You know this is supposed to be the best school. Where and he just he's just really laying into uh present Mike is the uh the 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 faculty member here, um just really laying into him. He's like. And he just kind of like, almost like brushes him off. He's like, hey, thank you, student number 2860 or whatever, or, or entrant number 2860. And he's like, oh, yeah, this this little guy? Don't worry about this little guy. Pretend he's not even there. Yeah, because there's basically like these four different monsters that they have to go against. Yeah, that are should... worth different point values. Yeah, they're more they're... machines. And it's like one, one point, one point two points, three points, and like he says, zero points. And... Yep. There's going to be one of those in every section, and they kind of get like divvied up into different groups. So, mm-hmm. like Izuku's sitting next to Kachan or Bakugo, Bakugo yep. and uh, they realize that they've been split up. Which obviously they don't really. Bakugo hates <laughs> Deku, so he doesn't want to be near him anyhow. But they're they're taking their tests on different courses essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, which, well, sort of. <laughs> I'll I'll say that sort of. Because um, when it yep. when it all comes down, it basically seems like they're all in the same little pretend town area thing that they're in. Uh, yep. Yeah, and pretty much this episode ends with them getting ready to to go in and take the exam. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just I mean you can just segue right into the next episode um, from that because you know they're they're all kind of taken back by just the sheer size of this training ground, like it's massive absolutely massive and uh and then of course like you know we 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 meet um this is where we're officially introduced to uh araka and uh and tenya ida who is the student that um that interrupted president mike earlier um 
and yeah, so they're all on the same course, and the exam begins. They have, they have a little uh, they have a little dialogue there in the beginning. Uh, of course, Tenya is very he he has this very elitist attitude, um, which is kind of off putting. But of course, uh, Araka is very she's very kind to, to Deku, and you know he gets just excited that you know he's excited to just have a conversation with a girl. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, yeah, basically, while he's kind of just thinking in his own head, he doesn't realize the exam has begun. Oh yeah, and everybody's already running forward to go ahead and try and start earning some points. So uh, Deku mm-hmm. has to basically hurry up and catch up. And uh, but he he yeah, doesn't really he doesn't really okay. get to do a whole lot here, Chris, because these other kids are are pretty badass. They're taking out. Yeah, there, there's real heroes in here. There's kids with real powers in here. But uh, so. This is a really cool scene. Um, again, you know, Deku, but you know, he goes through almost the entire exam with uh, with no points. Um, so, and of course, you know, there's judges uh, in in like, I guess in like control centers watching what's going on. They're keeping track of everybody. Um, so, really, what happens here? One of the zero point robots ends up being like one of the like the biggest obstacle, um, and they're pretty tough to destroy. Um, like they're pretty much indestructible. And what happens is one of them comes uh, comes barreling through and Araka actually gets trapped. Um, and what happens is everybody starts to run away. Even Ida, whose power we see is like super speed. He's like super speed. He has uh, like almost like <laughs> like pistons and like an engine in each of his calves. So he like, everybody hauls ass away except for Deku. He sees that she's in trouble and he runs towards the danger again. Um, and what he's just, what happens here is he is just, just packed to the gills with adrenaline, takes a, a big leap and uses his power for the first time and just socks this gigantic robot, um, pretty much destroying it. Like it, like it's like it's, it's headpiece like crumbles and explodes and it falls back. But, uh, poor Deku, he, uh, he, he has not been made aware of right now because he's not ready for it the physical uh repercussions here of his uh his ability because his arm and uh, his legs that because he uses legs to like shoot up into the air to hit this thing mm-hmm. they are his, his bones have long since turned to powder like his arm is broken his legs are broken and uh he's plummeting <laughs> yeah, you know from like like 10 stories up like he's 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 not he's not in a good way right here yeah, he he's literally quite literally broken. Um, yes. And basically, before he hits the ground, Ochako she uses her her uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's levitate is her ability I think. Um, yeah. But she uses it to like she slaps him basically across the face as he's falling yep. like right before he hits the ground to prevent him from mm-hmm. hitting the ground. Um, yeah. Sa- saving his and, uh, life because he saved her. So. Yep, and one of her things is um, if she, if the object that she's teleport or she's levitating is too much. She, it causes her to like vomit, which is kind of a fun, like all of these characters have like, so uh, not all of them, but a lot of them have some sort of like a, a quirk to go with their quirk. Like some person, like, uh, you know, she throws up if she does too much. Uh, we, we see another one later. Uh, the, the kid with the, with the tummy laser. I, uh, I, Aoyama, Aoyama, he can only use his laser. He has like a tummy laser, and he can only use it for like a couple minutes, where his like stomach hurts. You know what I mean? So, a lot of them have a downside to their ability, but um, but yeah. So after that's done, um, recovery girl, I believe, is the nurse comes out and save uh, heals everybody, 
Um, but you know, Deku is still kind of beat up because like he didn't score anything. Like he didn't get any points. So he he's pretty much like I'm not gonna get in. Like I I fucked up. I'm not getting in. You know whatever. So it's kind of solemn around the uh, the Midoriya household. But um, he, he actually he's at home and he finally gets a um uh I guess like a letter in the mail, um. You know, with the results of the exam, and he's ready to fail. But so they sent him um a, a, a almost like a holographic uh, like a like um something he can watch of All Might. And pretty much he um he he announces that you know he sorry he apologizes for taking so long to get back to Deku, but also lets him know that hey I'm also a new I'm the newest member of the faculty here at UA, um, and then he goes to explain the results. He's like you know you 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 passed the written test, but you got zero on the practical. But then he shows uh he shows a video of Ochako uh going to I guess um I guess uh, one of the faculty members or or, or the pres or the principal saying that hey can i give him some of my points um you know he saved he saved me can he have my points um and one of the cool things here is um like you know deku sees that and gets really emotional but then all might's like look uh, the judges weren't just looking for points for defeating enemies there were rescue points for heroic deeds and he's like you know for this act yeah because you also see in the video that the faculty members like uh you can you don't need to give him any of your points um you know he did well on his own so all might announce is that you got 60 you got you got 60 rescue points and that's more than enough to pass the exam of course deku just you know losing his cool he's, he's so he's just brought to tears again because he did it um so yeah i mean that's where this episode ends going into episode five here uh it is the first day of school buddy yeah, also real quick, Ochaku also got in because she rescued Deku. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool. They both kind of got in on like a, a hidden point system they didn't know about. Yep. Yep. In episode five here, we are introduced to uh, you know, uh, Deku's class. He is in class 1A at UA High School. Uh, class 1A. Um, you also see that, uh, you know, that, of course, um, they talk about the um, interest exam. Uh, Bakugo actually scored the most points. Um, you know, but with, he scored the most combat points, but no rescue points. Whereas uh, um, Deku didn't have combat points, but he had a lot of rescue points. So we're already kind of seeing that like opposite uh, with them. Yeah, and um, Akko is basically wondering like, how the hell did he get in here? Um, yes, and uh, because... of course, there's a dialogue between All Might and uh, Deku where he's like, "Hey, man, you need to keep this this all for one shit under wraps." By the way. <laughs> Yeah, because All Might isn't ready for like the world to know about. He doesn't want yep. villains to find out that one for all can be passed down from person to person. Because obviously, yeah, that's a big deal. When an, when you got a, an evil vil super villain finds out about something like that, they can obviously take advantage. Yep. So today's the day. It's been you know it's been a while since uh, the exam. So it's the first day of school. He uh, he finds his classroom. He's kind of like hoping that like you know that like like Bakugo and. Uh, um, he's like he, the, the, he hopes that Ida and Bakugo are not in the same class as him, but is immediately like, "Fuck!" When he opens the door and those two are already arguing because like Bakugo's got his feet on the desk, continues like, "You shouldn't disrespect UA property." Blah, 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 blah. You know, just really being just a fucking tool. <laughs> um, so then, of course, Tenya like introduces himself properly, and uh, this is where we kind of start to see Tenya change a little bit. Um, he's he's really warming up to Deku because. 
there was that moment. I, I can't remember if we noticed that here, if it happens a little bit later, where he's like, because Tenya was like the first one to turn around and run. And there was that moment where it kind of, he, you know, he vividly remembers seeing Deku go the other way. Um, and he mentions that to him. You know, he mentions that, you know, that's the sign, you know, like that's, you know, what it's like being a real hero that, you know, you, you know, we pretty much, they all ran away like cowards and he went to go save somebody. And then as they're talking, uh, our girl Ochako shows up and, uh, boy, Deku's happy to see, Deku's happy to see her and her, uh, her school outfit. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, well, he's just, uh, you know, he's just kind of daydreaming over here. Yeah. And while they're kind of all getting reacquainted, cause th these three have met before, um, Yep. We see like a brief scene that like we didn't actually get to see before. Uh, it's basically like Kotsky like confronting Deku, like bullying him about, obviously about getting into UA, and he's like mm. he had to have cheated. Like he's trying to figure out like what exactly. He's like, how the hell did this kid get here if he doesn't have a quirk? How do you get into the greatest like superhero school? Yep. Um, of course, all this ends up getting interrupted, Chris, by uh. <laughs> We see a, just a yellow sleeping bag <laughs> on the ground, and all we see is a face inside of that sleeping bag. Here we introduce to Shoto Aizawa, uh, the teacher, their home the, the homeroom teacher for Class One A, um, and he just kind of gets right to it. You know, he's just he's very standoffish. He's kind of a hard ass. Um, he just was like, "You're you're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and put you through several physical tests." And uh, we're going to go ahead and, you know, he's, go he's going to pretty much measure everybody's ability. Um, so and so he takes them out. They have, like, several events. Like, and you know, I'm going to kind of summarize all this. It's basically like throwing a ball. It's a high jump. Like, it's a lot of, almost like track and field type events. Um, but there's also, like, stuff that seems like it's very specific, like the, like the side hurdles. You know, like, Mineta's the only one who can really do that. But um, basically, Aizawa's like, hey, whoever has the lowest score is going to be expelled immediately. Yeah, and, that, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and a lot of these are like your typical PE things. Like, so you got like your sit and reach, you got like a push up test, a sit up test, yeah, a little fifty meter dash. But and... obviously, it it all really comes down to this this baseball throw. Um, yeah, because Deku's like dead last. He's just very he's doing like very normal shit while everybody's like, you know, like uh, uh, Aoyama's using his stomach laser to do like the high jump or the fifty yard dash. Uh, Mineta's using his uh his little his little like great yeah, his, things to you mean his sticky balls, Chris? <laughs> his sticky balls, yes, his sticky balls to just kind of go back side to side because he's the only thing that they don't they don't stick to. But we'll, we'll we cover that a little bit later. Um, and then of course you got Bakugo using his ability to throw the ball. Ochaka uses hers to pretty much throw it in, in for infinite, you know. So. It comes down to pretty much Deku's so worried that he's going to get expelled. He's like, I can't just use my quirk. I'm going to break my arm again. So when the time comes, he go. This is this is like the big scene with him and Aizawa. He goes to throw his ball, and it just kind of goes. And he realizes that Aizawa's using his quirk, which he, his uh, his hero name is Eraserhead. And that's when Deku's like, Oh fuck! I know this hero. Um, pretty much Aizawa can look at you. And erase your quirk. As long as he's got his eyes on you, he can erase your quirk, which is huge. Um, that's a pretty big ability. And he pretty much just like he he pretty much just kind of tells Deku what's what. He's like, I've seen you use your quirk. Like you can't use it without breaking yourself. You're just a liability. You don't belong here. You know how can we how how can we rely on you? How can you expect to save somebody if you use your power and it immobilizes you? It put it, it takes you out of the fight. And he's like, whatever, take your throw. 
And um, this is a, and of course, like, you know, they're, while they're talking, all the students are like, I wonder what they're talking about. And uh, Baka goes like, he's probably telling them to pack his bags right now. Well, and of course, all my, the whole time he's seeing this interaction, he's like, fuck, why'd they have, why, of all the students, of all the teachers he could get, he had to get Aizawa. Because you kind of get some backstory that they're, they're not at odds with each other, but like Aizawa doesn't really care for like the limelight and all the celebrity status. Like he just wants to be a hero, right? Like he just wants to do his job. Like this is, you know, he's, he's, Aizawa is blue collar all the way. Like he just wants to do his job, have a beer when he gets done and call it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically Deku, he steps up and uh, he, he's using some of Aizawa's advice. And when he goes to throw his, his pitch, basically at the last second, he concentrates his power uh, to like mm-hmm. one of his fingers, and uh, it still gives him like a. He launches the ball. It goes like I want to say like seven hundred meters or something. And yeah, it I, goes. It goes almost as far as Baku goes. It might go a little bit further than what Baku goes. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, this impresses like the class and his teachers and All Might, who's yeah. like creeping around the corner watching basically everything he does. Uh, yep. And I think that's where this yeah, the, episode and... actually comes to a close. Yeah, because he has that he has that really cool line where like, and this is a great moment for Deku where he's just like, "Did you see that? I'm still standing." And as I was like, "Man, this kid, he's he is something else." So, so yeah, going to the next episode here. We this is actually a really cool one where um, so All Might you know is impressed and he has a uh, I want to say he has a moment with Aizawa and just you know, but what's really cool? Sorry, <clears throat> before we get to that, like. Bakugo is just like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, he's so mad at this. And uh, he's about to, like, uh, about to, um, you know, lash out. But uh, Aizawa has, like, reel him in. And he's like, uh-uh. He's like, don't make me. And Aizawa's like, don't make me use my powers. Like, it really bothers my eyes. So, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he basically. And, of course, you find out here Aizawa was like, eh, nobody's going home. I was just fucking with you. Yeah, because he reveals the scores, and it looks like Deku's in dead last still, even after his good mm-hmm. throw. Um, but of course, then, like you said, he's just like, yeah, I was just kidding. Um, exactly. So then the next episode here, this is actually a really cool one. Um, this is um, All Might is actually kind of at the uh, the head of instruction here. Um, so pretty much this one, the ne- they go through a normal day of class until they, they're doing their uh, their hero basic training. Um, All Might is actually the one who leads the training here, and th- this is the first time they actually get to wear their costumes. Um, so, and of course, everybody gets to see their really cool costumes. Um, Deku's is the one that we kind of saw a flash of in his notebook, and I will say this is one his mom made for him because he missed the deadline to get his costume made. Yeah, his mom basically saw his drawing where it was like a costume. It's kind of similar to like. All Might's and uh, yeah, because like almost like the rabbit ears and like the smile and even like All Might's like, God, could you be any more obvious? Yeah, because even like the hair, like like mm-hmm. he, Deku doesn't have hair like All Might, but there's like pointy ears on the front of the costume that look exactly like All Might's hair. So you can yep. you can clearly tell where he drew the inspiration from. Absolutely. So as the, so what happens is in this exercise they get paired off uh, in groups of two and the rules are that half the team will be heroes or half half the group will be heroes half will be villains and it's pretty much going to be two versus two and he runs through a scenario it's like hey they they've got a nuclear weapon uh, to win the heroes have to either disarm the nuclear weapon or capture the villains um, and the villains just really just they have to just defend pretty much defend the tower essentially um, so. 
uh, the two teams uh, that go first, you have you have uh, Deku and Achako against uh, Bakugo and Tenya, which is really really cool. So um, this is the it's going to be really hard to do this one justice just by talking about it because you get to see a lot of um, a lot of you know the dirty laundry between uh, Bakugo and Deku. Um, yeah, so this, this you know, they split. Gets, it gets very personal. Um, it, it does. It does. Of course, the, the, we get like our main four like characters at this point. Um, outside of like All Might, are are the teams that are going at are the two are the four that are going at it here. And um, mm -hmm. basically, they they get into the building and like so you got like the I guess it's like a nuclear warhead or like a whatever you want to consider yeah. it is at the top. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, Ida's in charge of protecting that. And uh, and Bakugo just wants to go hunt down Deku just to just to fuck him up. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't take long for him to catch up to him, Chris, because <laughs> he, yep. he is he is on the hunt because he is pissed off at him. Um, really, just because he he's trying to figure out like how the hell he got here. it. Yeah, how did he get this quirk? What the hell is going on? And, uh... Yep. And uh, the the first their first little fight here before uh, and then kind of segues right into the next episode. Like he tries a move that. You know, Deku's like, I know what he's going to do. Like, he's super predictable. And he pretty much blocks his attack and, you know, throws him over his shoulder. And, of course, uh, Bakugo's just like, oh, you're, you're, you're fucking dead. You're just, you're going to get it. It's very, very much a, a Johnny Lawrence, uh, Daniel LaRusso type situation here. That's probably the best way to describe these two. Yeah, Bakugo um, comes in with the, with the right hand and Deku hits him with the old hip toss and uh, kind of uses his right. momentum. Hip toss. Uses his momentum yeah. to slam him on the ground, and obviously he's embarrassed by that, and he's like, he's pissed. And uh, mm -hmm. really, that, that we're yeah. diving right into episode seven now. And, uh, yeah, and we kind of get like a, just a real quick flashback here, whereas, uh, you know, oh, this is my least favorite one. This one pisses me off. Dude. Yeah, where they're like, yeah, pretty much, kind of no, like Kachan's like the. Like the neighborhood kid, like the leader of the of the neighborhood kid. Definitely the alpha, the alpha kid, yeah, for and, sure. And so he's using, he's got like his, they're, I don't know, they're probably like four or five years old, maybe six years old at this point. Yep, and his quirk's like definitely the, like his quirk's the first one to manifest itself, and he and he happens to have like a really good one. Yeah, and he's got his two little buddies that we saw earlier on mm -hmm. in that opening scene where like the one guy's got wings, and uh, basically. Deku's at the back of the pack, and Kachan loses his footing, and Deku goes down, basically, and, like, climbs into this river, uh, and basically is like, hey, are you, are you hurt? Are you okay? And, like, reaches out his hand to, like, kind of help him up. And, dude, he just, like, he just takes it as an insult every single time, mm -hmm. like, Deku tries to help him out, and... Because he has this superiority complex, and he doesn't want to seem weak in front of uh, this fucking quirkless kid whose quirk hasn't even manifested itself yet, so... Mm -hmm. And and that and that's kind of ex like that that explains their pretty much their entire relationship. Um, so now we're we're back to present day where they're uh, you know um, Ochako has split off. She's going for the nuclear warhead while uh, Deku and like Bakugo is relentless. They are fighting they, and he's just jawing at him the whole time. You know, pretty much calling him worthless, trying to figure out you know you what how are you doing this? Why are you here? Just and and. What I really like here is like Deku's just not afraid of him anymore. He's he's standing up, and of course Bakugo. You realize here Bakugo's definitely a better fighter. Um, he's definitely you know one up again pretty much every time. Um, and one of the cool things here is uh, Tenya 
what he's doing here, he's like, you know, he, he doesn't want to be a villain, but he's like, well, I guess I have to embrace it. So he starts like acting like, ah, ha, ha, you know, doing like stupid, like villainous, like laughs and things like that. While uh, Ochaka's just kind of making fun of him from, you know, behind the scenes here. But, you know, while that's going on, De- like, Bak- like they're, they're fighting, Deku and Bakugo's fight is getting very, very heated, almost to the point where like All Might wants to step in. But, um, and of course, while they're fighting, um, you know, Ochaka approaches the weapon and Tinya's speed pretty much cuts her off. Um, so he's, he's, he's probably the best guardian they could have for that. Um, so pretty much the way this fight ends is they're, they're going for like, you know, all that's about to like, you know, fucking pull the trigger, stop the fight because they're about to like just destroy everything with them inside of it. Yeah, but, uh, Deku has a plan. Yeah. He's getting mad at, at Bakugo because Bakugo is using like way too much of his powers and Deku. Yes. Obviously, trying not to kill Kachan is like he's not using any of his all for one. Like he's not using any of it at all. Um, but he, he, like you said, he has a plan. Um, yep. So he uh, he's he's about to use a smash, and instead of like hitting Bakugo, he uh, he like focuses it upward, causing like a like a whirlwind, and pretty much creates a hole through the floor, which allows Ochaka to get over to the warhead. And once she yeah. once she touches the warhead, their team wins. Yep. And uh, obviously Bakugo is just pissed. <laughs> and um, yep. And he pretty much tells Bakugo, he's like, "I I can't beat you. There's no way I can beat you." Because mm-hmm. Bakugo's like pissed. He's pissed they lost. And he's like, "You're you've always been the better fighter. Like you're stronger. And I I you're you're incredible. And that's the thing. Like he is like." Deku has done nothing but looked up to Bakugo since they were kids, and Bakugo's always treated him like shit for it. Um, but like Deku, Deku's like, "This deal. I, I knew I couldn't beat you, so this is what I had to do." And it was just some really fast thinking, and that's you know more or less where this episode ends here. Yeah, and going right into the. Uh, to the next, before that we get to the next group of teams, I want to say uh, Tenya was actually uh, pretty much everybody in this fight was scolded by All Might except for Tenya because Tenya was like, Tenya was the only one who really got into like the spirit of things. Um, yeah, he basically. Oh gets, no, no, I'm sorry. But, yeah, he gets called basically like no, the MVP, and uh, we also do get a, a brief scene. I, I want to say. Because we do kind of like montage through the other the other students doing their thing. The only the only one we really see a lot of is Todoroki, mm-hmm. um, because he he plays the hero and they just fucking obliterate their opponents. Todoroki and uh, Ojiro, the guy with the kid with the tail, um, they pretty much just snap win this thing. Like it's not even close. I thought it was Shoji. No, I'm sorry. It, it's Todoroki and Soji. Yeah, Soji is yeah, the kid yeah. with the tail. No, he's the yeah, Ojiro. Shoji's the guy with like the, the weird like wing arm thing. Oh, okay, okay, um, yes, yes, yes. That's but they're right. against Ojiro and uh, Agakuri or whatever the invisible girl. Yes, Horus. yes, yes, yeah. That's right, that's right. Because she's like, hey, I'm gonna strip down, and you know that, <laughs> and he's just like, what? <laughs> right, like a typical like high school age kid would be. Um, yeah. But yeah, Todoroki, he has. We get to see. I, I want to say they introduced his quirk here, which is half cold, half hot, half hot, half cold, yep. however you call it. Um, and he basically just freezes everything and mm-hmm. kind of just walks straight up and 
touches the the warheads like all right we win <laughs> like yeah they're like you get to learn yeah, it's like, not even close he is in another league like quite yeah, literally he is definitely the 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 best in class as it were and for for the most like like we said for the rest of like the classmates you just get to see like a brief little scene of like their battles mm. and uh you kind of just montage right on through it and then get to the end. Yep. And yeah, basically... pretty much when this ends here, they, um, I mean, yeah, I guess the, you know, Deku's complimented by his class. Cause he, he, uh, he obviously got hurt and recovery girl was helping him. Um, the big scene here is like, like Bakugo's like, I mean, clearly his pride, you know, the, the, you know, the, uh, what the, 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 the large, what do they say? Like the, the higher the pride, the larger the fall, I suppose is what they say. Something like that, um, yeah. When Deku, yeah, because he's, like, really like, upset. Yeah, Deku, basically, he's a frequent flyer in the nurse, nurse's office here. Um, oh, boy, he's got he's got the uh, his own wing in the nurse's office. That's right. And uh, when he returns to class, everybody's like, man, you did great. That was awesome. Yada, yada, yada. And he's like, hey, where's, where's Bakugo at? And they're like, oh, we just left. And so, mm-hmm. obviously, Deku wants to, like, runs after him because he doesn't want him... At this point, I thought he was, like, leaving the school for good. Like, I thought he was quitting. Yeah. And I was like, well... But then when Deku catches up, he's basically like... I don't know how you got this quirk. He's basically like, tell me the truth. And uh, Deku... He doesn't say that he got the quirk from All Might, but he basically says that he's inherited this quirk from somebody else. Yep. And that he's not lying, but... Uh, Katsuki, he doesn't believe that. And... Yeah, he's like, and he pretty much says he's not going to lose to him again. Mm-hmm. But uh, and of course, All Might shows up and is just kind of like, you know, like he's trying to like console uh Bakugo and Bakugo's like, yeah, hey, you can go fuck yourself too. I'll 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 be better than you without you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, then we we get the roll credits here, but then we have an after credit scene here, Cody, which we see in some episodes where where uh we start to hear somebody uh, and it looks like we're in a little bit of a bar, uh, a nice little swanky bar, and we hear somebody propose the question that what if the symbol of peace were to disappear. See, Chris, I did not know about this post-credit scene. Yeah. The only one I know about is the final episode of this season. Yeah. Yeah, this one has the, you see these from time to time, man. This one is a it cuts to the uh the the villain's hideout or the, you know, soon to be villain's hideout. Mm-hmm. And you hear someone say, you know, what if the the symbol of peace were to be uh, you know, destroyed or were to disappear. I'm assuming um, it's Shigaraki talking, I'm guessing. Or... Uh yes, it sure is. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to definitely keep an eye out for for some post credit scenes. They're they're sneaking them in on us like they did with uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, absolutely. These, although these ones are actually like meaningful. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Now this episode's a little bit on the slower side. Pretty much uh, what we're getting here is um um pretty much you know the the cat's out of the bag now. It's on the news that All Might has joined uh, the UA High faculty. Um, so you have reporters, you know, outside trying to get some, uh, get, get, get the scoop as it were. Um, but Aizawa pretty much is like, yeah, you know, y'all need to, y'all need to go. Um, you know, we got, we got work to do and they try to follow him inside uh, the school, which activates their defenses. Um, so splash over to homeroom pretty much, uh, Aizawa says, Hey, y'all need to, y'all need to elect a class representative. So they have the election. I want to say, uh, it's Tenya. Uh, Tenya gets a vote, Midoriya gets a vote, and uh, we're introduced here. I want to say, no, the last episode we're introduced fully to uh, to Momo Yayorozu. Um, she has a really cool quirk. She has, she has like a, almost like a Full Metal Alchemist style quirk, where she can, uh, or she she can pretty much 
you know, make things as long as she ha- knows the chemical makeup of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she which I think is re- very, very Full Metal Alchemist here. Oh yeah, absolutely. She basically gets selected as the deputy representative, and Izuku yep. he, he, or Deku Midoriya, whatever one of these three names we're gonna go by. <laughs> He, yeah, uh, yeah, Deku. He he's ends- actually voted to be the rep. Much to his chagrin, he's actually voted to be the rep. The representative, and uh, we actually find out later in lunch. Uh, at lunch, while uh, it's, it's Tenya, uh, Ochako, and Deku are having lunch, and he pretty much uh, Tenya says, "I voted for you." Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so- um, and it's just because of uh, you know, pretty much the way he acted during the entrance exam. Yeah, and while they're having lunch, they get quickly interrupted, Chris, because there's like a. A, a class three break in or something. Um, basically, they're like mm-hmm. all all students need to evacuate the school, so there's uh, everybody's panicking. Um, mm-hmm. And while they're basically trying to get through like all the pushing and shoving of all these kids, and mm-hmm. Tenya realizes, hey, it's just the reporters. There's there's no there's no like villain attack or anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And so he basically asks Ochako to to touch his hand, and then he'll fly up. He basically flies up and. Kind of gets the crowd under control. He's like, "Hey, everybody, calm, calm down. You know, we're, this is UA High. We're we're like a prestigious school, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong. It's just the reporters that were here earlier. Like, there's no emergency. And he really, yeah, he ca- really, really defuses the situation here. One hundred percent. And uh, they, yeah, they, I want to say that actually leads to them electing him the uh, the new class representative for his uh for his um. Yeah, you know, for the way he handled this situation. Yeah, basically Deku's like, look, I think it should be Tenyida, and then um, kind of everybody's just like, hey, if if Deku says it, then we're, I'm, we're yeah, all fine we're with in. it, basically. And, uh, yep. So he's the new representative, and uh, so then we get a little thing with the faculty here where they're like, hey, you know, we gotta we gotta discuss the issue with this uh this barrier, and um, he's saying that you know, hey, no, there was an infiltration here at the school, and could there have been like could this have been like a, an ordinary reporter? And of course the principal's like, I don't know if it was just a normal reporter. There's gotta be something bigger than this. Um, and of course they're worried about like this being like a declaration of war. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a small scene here of uh, all might, uh, you know, we got Kamui woods and Mount lady uh, dealing with, you know, doing hero work and uh, all might, you know, shows up, uh, uses a Missouri smash this time. We're, uh, we're, going, we're, we're, hey, we're going across the continent, my friend. Got a Missouri smash. That's, Love that. That's right. I, I remember uh, the first time I'm, I saw it. For... I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, they actually, Missouri's getting a little representation. Let's go. I'm now, waiting what... for a Virginia smash, but it's probably going to be the most ass backward smash ever, and it's probably going to end up hurting him more than anything else. So well, the Missouri smash was pretty, pretty weak, too. It was like a little just That's chop true. to the back of the dude's head. Oh, not the Missouri chop. Um, but I think there That's is a, a St. Louis smash coming up in the, one of the futures. I do believe. I believe so. I believe um, so. That, that's, that's your move. That's the one. I hope so, man. I St. Louis smash beers on the regular yep. here. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Love that. Love that. That's what we do. That's uh, These these teas are going down a little too smooth. I might need to grab a third one here. Yeah, we're, we're like that today. Um, but pretty much the rest of this episode is uh, Aizawa saying that, hey, um, you know, we're going to, we have rescue operations now that we're going to practice for their, the hero training class. And they're heading off to an off-campus location called the USJ, the Unforeseen Simulation Joint is what it stands for. Um, so, you know, they have, they have some, while they're on the bus, they have some, uh, you know, the kids are having some dialogue. They're, you know, nothing really too crazy here. 
Um, but when they arrive, they're greeted by uh, the famous rescue hero 13, uh, which uh, I want to say her ability is uh, she can create black holes. Yeah, she can like absorb things and like turn them into dust or like absorb things and like to protect them and like save people. Um, yep. And very, very 13 cool kind of goes over all of the uh, kind of goes over like, you know, what all the different what the USJ is and, uh, you know, and this is where you have to learn how to use your quirk for rescue other than fighting. Um, yeah, and they basically have then, like, they basically have like all these different simulations. Like there's a landslide, there's like a fire, there's like a, a sinking boat. Yeah, like a tsunami scene, like all yeah. all different environmental situations that they're all going to be tested on. Yep, yeah, and uh, well, Cody, we we can't get started here because uh, we are swiftly interrupted by um, some ne'er do well, some some regular old rabble rousers coming through a. Uh, a portal out of nowhere. Yes, Chris, and this is where my hero academia becomes great. Like, no, this, oh, is, this is where shit really kicks off. Yeah, when I finally got to episode nine and I finished it, this was I was all in from here on out. Um, mm-hmm. All the the talk of like it being overhyped went away. I was I was all in at this point. Because uh, mm-hmm. the villain, the real villains have finally shown up. At first, when they first got there, I thought it was just. Like another little joke from Aizawa. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. I thought it was like another one of his... when he, Like how he said when the last the student that comes in last place gets expelled. I thought it was going to be yep. one of those. But then Deku takes over narrating. He's like, we, we find out what the what the heroes are really up against. Absolutely. And because uh, what happens here, uh, coming through you know, a large group of villains, but there's three particular ones. We have, uh, we have um, a guy who's pretty much creating the portal and is the portal. Uh, we have a guy who has like all these different hands like covering his face, his shoulders, his neck, and then just this big dumb monster, right? Just this big beefy son of a bitch. And uh, the one with the hands, who uh, we are um, introdu- uh, we're not introduced to him quite yet. Uh, Tomura Shigaraki um, is he notices that uh, I mean, well, they notice that All Might's not there, and he's just like, well, fuck, you know, they, they, he was supposed to be here, but uh, he's like, well, I guess. Uh, well, I guess maybe he'll show up after we murder all of these students. So it's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, these guys, so then, uh, they're not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, they are not fucking around. And Aizawa knows it because he's just like, yo, he looks at 13. He, he's like ready for battle. He looks at 13 and says, y'all need to get the fuck out of here. Contact UA. Um, but then they're like worried. and But like everybody's worried about like Aizawa fighting. And then we get to see like, I love this episode because we get to see Aizawa just just go to fucking town, dude. He like he's just beating the shit out of these these little numb nut mercenary villains. Um, and of course he's like he's like using his quirk to erase theirs. And he's just I mean just such a cool fight scene, just beating the shit out of people. Um, so while while he's while he's off like you know fighting the villains, um, it, you know. Uh, Deku realizes that oh man, dude, Aizawa was a badass. This this guy this guy knows what's up. I definitely did not realize. Um, so, but then at that point, like Tenya's like, hey, we need to we need to get out of here. But also, as they they try to get away, uh, Kurogiri, the villain who uh, is creating this this portal, pretty much warps the various members of the class to different locations within the USJ, um, and they're not really and. What's really cool here is they're 
um, well, we'll get to that in a second because then we're we're back to a scene at UA High where All Might's like, you know, he's trying to contact Aizawa in 13, but isn't able to. Um, and you know, because All Might should have been there, but he used all of his power doing heroic deeds on the way to school. And uh, Principal, as he's trying to leave, Principal Nezu comes in and is just like, uh, "Hey, man, we need to, we need you." you know, almost like have, has like a little conversation with him, like, uh, "Hey, man, we need you to be just a little bit more responsible as a teacher." We, you know, I know you want to save everybody, but like. You know, like the faculty knows what's up with all might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they know. Basically, says that you can't be out here doing Missouri smashes all day long. You gotta. That's right. You got, you got young minds to shape, and um, so, and so after that, we go back. We see that um, you know, everybody's been separated, but we're seeing that uh, Tenya and a couple of the other heroes are still, uh, the other students are still there with thirteen, like at the uh, like near the entrance, and thirteen's like you know. You know, you're tenure, you're fast. We, you know, we they can't call for help because apparently there, there's something blocking the communications inside the USJ. 13's like tenure, we need you to get out of here. We need you to, you're the fastest. We need you to get back to, to UA and get the faculty. We need you. And uh, ten, but Tenya's like, I, I don't want to abandon you guys. He's like, if I leave you behind, I'm just neglecting my duty as the class representative. And they're like, dude. You're, you, the, the whole point of this is you need to use your quirk to rescue others. We'll mm-hmm. get you out of here. And then, of course, um, so, of course, you know, Kurogiri's trying to stop him, and all the heroes, like, pop in. And uh, the, I forget the guy with the, 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 uh, the arms and the wings. Um, uh, I know, uh, I know so, Ki- not Soji. You talking about oh, Kirishima? No, no, no. The, he's got the... Um, He's got like the, the 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 he wears the mask. He's got like the wings and like the six hands with like the eyeballs and the ears. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Sho- Shoji. Shoji. So he pretty much pop, hops on Kurigiri, and like they pretty much they they stop him so Tenya can get by. But that's that's not going to happen quite yet because then we're going to get to the different groups. Yeah. Because um, Kurishima and Bakugo basically, without thinking, they kind of charge in on Kurigiri. Um, not, yep. not really fully understanding what his quirk is, and yep. he basically separates all of our, our. Yeah, they're all randomly. They're basically and what's really cool separated into like no, pairs no. or trios, I should say, and uh, they do mm-hmm. this so because obviously the villains don't know these kids' quirks either. So yeah, and, just... and that's evident when when you see Deku, Mineta, and uh, our our old pal uh, Sue, where uh, or AKA Froppy. Um, this is where we first kind of get introduced to her. Um, so they're worried about, you know, like, hey, what are we going to do? You know, they're, they're kind of freaking out. Uh, what I like here is they start talking about, I can't remember if this is this episode or the next one, they start talking about their powers. And yeah. uh, she's like, well, I'm like a frog. He's like, well, I can make these little balls that make things stick, but they don't stick to me. And he's like, oh my God, we're going to die. Like It's such kind of like a nice little like comedic break during this. But like Deku's like, like, hey, she's like a frog, so she's at home right here in the water. I don't, and that's when you realize he's like, I don't think they know what we can do either, because there's no way they'd have put her here if they knew what she could do. Mm-hmm. So that's when he formulates a plan, so they can all kind of figure out what's going on. Um, so because, and this this is where Deku understanding, you know, and you know, really, you know wanting to learn about quirks and be a hero. This is where that really comes into play. Cause he, um, you know, he formulates a plan, but when there's a villain in the water that can actually like, um, he pretty much breaks the ship into pieces. Um, 
he uses a Delaware smash uh, on the water to make it um, pretty much almost like, um, like almost like a whirlpool kind of thing where it'll spread then come back. And he has Mineta like use his, uh, his, his sticky balls to yes. like, th- and which causes everybody to stick together once the water goes back in. And then Froppy uses her tongue to get everybody away. So like, it's really, really cool to see a, like a Mineta's power actually be useful, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, which you, it's a very a rarity these days. Mineta straight up is comic relief. Like every time you see him, he's always staring at some titties. He's staring at some ass. He, he loves him, the ladies. So like Mineta is 100. And he has his moments throughout the show, but he is our, he is straight up our comic relief. Yeah. Well, and while this fight's going on, we, we flash back to UA high and it's basically all might is worried because he's trying to contact 13 and Aizawa. And mm-hmm. he's can't get he's not getting through. And um yep. obviously he's still talking with Nezu, but it, like you hear in All Might's head he's worried about you know, like why why can't why aren't they answering? Like what what's going on here? Yeah, and I wanna say uh before the episode ends, uh Tenya is able to escape. Uh I, um, I believe that's either on this one or at the beginning of the next. Yeah, I, I can't these remember. these last three kind of flow together. Um yeah, absolutely. Okay, no, so it is in it's in this episode, this next one coming up, episode eleven, where um so pretty much they escape, um, and they're able to make it to the central the central hub of the USA where um Aizawa is still just going to town against these villains. But now Deku's like, hey man, he's he's fuck, he, he, how much longer can he go? So they want to go try and help. Um uh, so but then it cuts to um another group where we have um um Todoroki is pretty much just like he the, these villains don't, and this is where we realize how powerful Todoroki is because he's got a bunch of villains. He's kind of like by himself, and he just just makes quick work of these people. Yeah. Um, he freezes them all. So he's mocking them. He's like, "How does it feel to lose to a child or something like that?" Yeah, and and that's when he realizes, "Oh, these these guys aren't shit. Like these guys are just like these are small fry. These are small potatoes, man. These are just a bunch of thugs." And uh, He's like he he's kind of figuring out like I think there's I think there's some pretty powerful people here but these guys fucking suck, um, and he, he uses uh some of the people that he's frozen just to gather some intel. He, he's interrogating the villains, um, and he pretty much like the the villains are like frozen. He's like, well, I'll unthaw you if you tell me what your plan is here. It basically gets the information that these villains are planning to kill All Might. Um, yep. And uh, and then we cut over to the mountain zone where we've got our my man Kaminari. Uh, we got Jiro. So we're introduced to uh, so we got Yayirozu and we're introduced to pretty much two other characters here, Kaminari and Jiro. Um, so we see this is where we see Yayirozu kind of use her quirk where she can create things as long as she knows the uh, the, the the I guess the the uh, I guess the the chemical breakdown of it. Um, and Kaminari really you know you realize his quirk is like. You know, he has a quirk, but he's like, I can't use it right now. Pretty much what he does is he surrounds his body with electricity, but he can't really, like, control where it goes. So he's more concerned. He's like, hey, I don't want to hurt you all either. Um, He's literally Pikachu. Yeah, he, he's exactly <laughs> Pikachu. But the crazy thing is uh, he has he has a little bit of a downside to his ability, which we'll get into in a second. And um, so pretty much um, Yayorozu, um, oh, I'm sorry. So, so they realize that he has a pretty powerful ability. So, uh, Jiro kicks him into a group of villains, which causes, you know, he's using his power and, uh, 
Yayorozu uses like an insulated blanket to cover them to protect them. So he pretty much he pretty much gets all he he his electric ability pretty much disables all the criminals. But the, there's a problem with his ability, Cody. If he uses too much wattage, he wattage he is struck dumb for a limited amount of time. So he's just kind of like. <laughs> Like he just turn he just turns into like simple Jack for a little while. Yeah, it reminds me of like Ed from Ed Ed and Eddie. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's pretty uh, he's pretty dusted after that. So, so we here we've got um again we we cut back to Aizawa. He is um he he's taking care of the villains. He's taking care of the the, the small time. Then he's confronted by uh, Shigaraki. Um, and as they're fighting uh. Uh, Aizawa hits him with an elbow, but uh, Shigaraki actually touches his elbow, and we finally see what this motherfucker can do. He's pretty much like the muscle, the skin, like everything on his elbow is starting to decay, and that's when he realizes that, like, oh, shit. Um, and um, It's like he can, like, destroy things just by touching them. Yes. We don't really yeah, get, like, and, a um, full explanation on his um, quirk. Like, he touches Aizawa's elbow and it's just like shattered and like the skin yeah, there's gone, like, like nothing and the muscles exposed but uh as, as uh, you know he quickly retreats and i want to say he cuts off his quirk for a second but then remember that big dumb animal that was with them uh it's just this giant like it's like this like almost like gunmetal colored it's like, exposed brain like a bird beak and just two beady ass eyes wearing pants <laughs> And it's just this this guy gets gets in between uh Shigaraki um and Aizawa. And then it cuts from there over to back to thirteen and the Tenya and the students at the entrance. Um so thirteen tries to use her quirk to destroy Kuragiri, um, tries to suck him into a black hole, but then gets cut off and um pretty much he is able to really badly injure thirteen. Yeah, Kuro Giri, um, like rips through her. like her her outfit. Yeah, I I thought thirteen was dead here. Um, I did too, because I thought she was like, well, she's like, she's got to be like made out of like a pure energy or like 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 she is a black hole or something, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so she's pretty much out of commission, and uh, this is where Soji grabs Kuro Giri, um, and this is where Tenya like he finally stops hesitating and he goes, and he's actually um, well, he goes and Kuro Giri tries to cut him off, but that's when Soji grabs him and he's able to make it out the door. And as um, then it goes from there, we go back to um, then we go back to uh, uh, again, this is all happening really fast. We go back to uh, Shigaraki, no, uh, Nomu is the giant villain, um, and um, Aizawa. And that's when they kind of realize that somebody's escaped. That kind of changes things a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so as that's going on, um, so that happens, and Aizawa's getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah, you can hear the Nomu, by You can the hear like a thudding in the background. And yes. finally when we flash back to like Izuku and Sue and uh Mineta or whatever his name is, the little sticky yep. ball guy. Mineta. They're basically mm-hmm. watching their teacher's arms and like head get smashed into the ground, like He's getting the shit beat out of them. And then it cuts over uh quickly it cuts over to uh Bakugo and Kirishima. Um, you know, they're, they're making quick work of their villains, but they want to go, um, 
they pretty much want to go uh, after Kuragiri, and they, they pretty much want to go after the big the big fry. They, they fuck these little guys. Um, yeah, because they they're, so, they're kind of embarrassed because they handled themselves poorly by just jumping into the fight, and then mm. so they they want revenge on Kuragiri. Um, yep. So they're they're gonna they're gonna work their way back to the center. Um, and this is where Tenya makes her uh, her exit, and everybody helps up because um, I want to say uh, Ochaka like helps him get through. So he makes his way out, and what while um, while that's all happening, Sue and everybody are watching Aizawa just get the shit beat out of him by this massive villain. And what happens is uh, Shigaraki gets over there, and he's about to grab. Sue uh, Froppy by her face, and somehow Aizawa man- musters up the strength to to cut off his quirk. Yeah, it catches big, him. Big, like... big fucking save here, dude. Like, I'm talking like the last second save. Yeah, because um, we even get like a brief flash of like what would happen if he would have grabbed Sue. Or, like, she would have literally just disintegrated. Um... Mm-hmm. Yep, and then uh, like Deku, he has one of these moments where he's not thinking again. He comes up and goes for a you know a a smash here, but um, when the dust settles from this, and this is a big, this is probably the biggest one he's done yet. When the dust settles, fucking, he didn't hit Shigaraki at all. The Nomu is standing between Deku and Shigaraki, and Deku's like, wait a minute, how? I didn't break my arm, but it also he's like, I didn't break my arm. But holy shit, this did nothing to this guy. Yep. And, and then, uh, whoo! But then, Chris, the, best, man. the best part. <laughs> the, the the part where, I, like, I jump out of my seat every time, and I'm like, fuck them up. The fucking door breaks down. There's smoke coming. Everybody stops. And showing up, the jacket's off. He's loosening up the tie. He ain't smiling today, boys and girls. Our man fucking All Might. And never fear, because All Might is here. <laughs> and he is pissed. And uh, so pretty much we find out, um, uh, going into episode 12, uh, All Might ran into Tinya on his way to the USJ, and he pretty much said, like, hey, I know what's going on. Y'all need to go ahead and y'all just, you know, he tells Tinya, rally the troops and come back. Um, basically gather all the rest of the teachers. And, uh, oh, man. So All Might sees what's going on. There, there's a bunch of numbnut, little numbnut guys, uh, little jobbers in the middle. He makes short work of them, grabs Aizawa, grabs uh, grabs uh, Sue, uh, Mineta, and Deku, and just pretty much is like, hey, you know, y'all take Aizawa, get to the exit. I've got this. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, like, Deku's like, I want to help. And he's like, I got this. <laughs> so then... So then he goes, he does like a, uh, just a big old smash to Nomu and realizes like, oh shit, okay. Um, so we have actually a nice little, uh, nice little blow for blow fight here. And then he, uh, Shigaraki lets him know that uh, Nomu's ability is shock absorption, uh, that he was made specifically to fight and kill All Might. Um, so he's like, okay, well that's fine. So he figures, he's like, well, I'll go ahead and, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and wear him down. So he tries to hit him with the old, uh, the old Kurt Angle belly to back <laughs> suplex here. He, t- he takes uh, he takes Nomu to Suplex City here, only for uh for Kurogiri to create like this crazy portal that allows him to come up and grab All Might from under, and of course he's got a hard full fucking grip on his injured area. 
Yeah, he's like cutting into his like his ribs and like where the injury was from his previous battle that like yeah caused his major injury where he can only stay in this hero form for his, for so long. Yeah, and, and so, what I exactly that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, what's really cool is like Deku, us the Watcher, and All Might know that you know he every second counts here. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, like so he starts trying to drag All Might like down into the um down into like this portal <clears throat> and of course like deku seeing what's going on he pretty much leaves aizawa to sue and mineta and he he turns around and goes back um so he's coming back and then uh um kuragiri sees that deku's coming back he's ready he's ready to hit uh um shigaraki with a smash but um kuragiri gets in between him and then you see like no no that's not yet that's not yet sorry i got that mixed up he's coming in um, Kuragiri cuts him off and goes to warp him away, but then that's when uh, Bakugo and um, Todoroki Kirishima show up, and Todoroki shows up as well and freezes the Nomu to let, uh, which allows All Might to get out of his grip. Yeah, pretty um, much all the badass students show up all at once. Yeah, all, all the awesome students <laughs> show up, and of course, um, so, but then of course, um, so he, he All Might pretty much tells them all to get away too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, and, um, which obviously, like, Bakugo's got, uh... He's got Kurogiri, man. He, he wants a fucking... He wants a piece of that motherfucker real bad. Mm hmm And, uh... But, yeah, ba basically, All Might, once again, he's like, hey, this is too dangerous for you guys. Uh, w once again. Uh, but, I mean, like... Yep. They, like, Todoroki's the reason All Might's, like, safe. Like, because he froze the Nomu... And then obviously mm -hmm. Bakugo came in. Um, yep, and of course uh, Shigaraki's pissed because he's like, he's like, man, he blames Kuragiri. He's like, man, you you pretty much fucked all this up. So the the plans for a retreat are now in the works. Mm -hmm. um, so as that's going on, um, you see, um, as Shigaraki and um, All Might are talking, Nomu starts to like regenerate himself, yeah, and he, then uh, he like breaks out of his little icy prison thing that he was in from. Uh, from Todoroki, and of course he's yep. got the fucking SpongeBob slash Piccolo ability where he can just regenerate his arms. And, yep. uh, so and he, then, he, I'm he, like SpongeBob slash Piccolo, classic, yeah. <laughs> was, classic abilities. That's 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 where it, I feel like it came from was Piccolo and SpongeBob, They're, and they got that down. And uh, that's of, right. Of course, Nomu has this ability because not only does he have the absorption technique, he also has like super regeneration. He's like the most bullshit, like boss fight you could ever imagine <laughs> but dude but then like all might like th this is where we see like oh my god this part because all might goes into like fucking rage mode and just like he knows how to beat him so he just starts like just starts molly whopping the shit out of this guy and hits him with a fucking with a plus ultra he goes plus ultra on this motherfucker hits him so hard he sees the curvature of the earth knocks him like like, I just love the scene where, like, he hits him, and then you see, like, he almost, like, explodes kind of just because of the, the, how much shock he's taking and, like, all the lights and all the glass in the USJ shatter, and he just, like, knocks this guy through the fucking roof. And then we have the anime moment where, like, he hits him through a cloud, the cloud separates, then another <laughs> one, then another one, then the ding. Yeah, it's like Team Rocket's blasting off again. <laughs> oh, boy, howdy, to, to the fucking stratosphere. Um, 
Yeah, if you haven't gotten chills yet watching, like, this is the oh episode where you'll get them. Oh, He's like, you might have heard these words, but let me show you what they mean. That's like to, to go beyond plus ultra. Because, like, Kurogiri says that Nomu is made to fight All Might when he's at 100% of his power. He's like, well, I'll just have to go beyond. Yeah, exactly. Go beyond plus ultra. And uh, sends him packing. And he's like, you know, he says that, you know, wow, that took me over 300 hits. Uh, man, back in my back in my prime, I could have done it in five. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, this episode ends with him telling uh, Shigaraki, hey, "This is you're done. You're done. We're, 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 this is <laughs> pack it up, B." Yep. And uh, so, pretty much, um, what what happens here? So the next episode starts. Uh, you know, Kaminari's still in fucking dumb dipshit mode up in the mountain, <laughs> up in the mountain zone. And uh, there's a villain that pretty much, uh, pretty much holds him hostage. And we get to see, um, we actually get to see. Um, uh, God, I've already forgotten her name. I'm so sorry. Koja. Are you talking about Koji? Uh, are you talking about Jiro? Yoko Jiro? Jiro, thank you. Jiro, yes. I'm so bad with names. We get to see her power. She can actually amplify her heartbeat and almost make it like speaker. She can like jack into things and her heartbeat like almost works. Oh, she's like she's like baby present Mike, kind of. Yeah, she has like auxiliary but, uh, cords coming out of her ears. Um, mm-hmm. All kinds of cool, neat little things. And uh, her and... What's the other girl's name? Mm-hmm. Is it Yairozu? Is that who's with them? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yairozu's there too. Yep, Yairozu. And, uh, they managed to like defeat this. I, I'm trying to remember what even this guy is. He's one of the villains. He's just a, just a, just a random dude. He's just a random dude who had, can also like he also has like electricity for his power. Yeah. So it doesn't. Uh, it, Kaminari didn't have any effect on him. But um, so pretty much he he pretty he sees her he sees her trying to do that and um, you know he's like hey I'll kill him if you do this so he pretty much gets them to surrender, um and then we go back to you know the the main fight here all my defeated Nomu um but he's he's hit his breaking point and um so he's trying to like scare off uh Kurogiri and Shigaraki, mm-hmm. um but he's like. He sees like how all my, how hurt All Might is, and he's like, I think we can still kill him. Um, so as they go to um, as they go to try to uh, fight him, uh, Deku steps in and he breaks his leg trying to leap over to All Might, and then he goes for a smash on uh, onto uh, Shigaraki, and this is where Kurigiri like almost like makes a portal, and as he's going for it, like Shigaraki's hand comes through the portal like right at Deku's face. Mm-hmm. And oh man, you I you? love this part because you see the fucking the fucking cavalry has arrived, my man. Because you see that the the hand about to hit uh, Deku's face, you see a bullet just just right through fucking Shigaraki's hand. And our man Snipe, the pro hero who looks like fucking something out of Overwatch, just <laughs> starting. You know, he's Tenya. I, I love this scene because like all the faculty's there and like Tenya's back. He's like your class representative has returned with, and he's brought help, or he's brought reinforcements. And then like, you see like Nezu. I think he's on a, I forget, he's on someone's shoulder. I think he's on um, he's not on Snipe's shoulder. He's on someone else's shoulder. And like he's just he's pretty much just like bake him away, toys, and like has everybody pop down. And you start seeing the faculty use their power. Meanwhile, like Snipe's just just guns ablazing left and right. And one of the really cool scenes here is you see uh, they they go to teleport and you see Snipe like he just like blasts Shigaraki like 
like six times, like leg, leg, stomach, stomach, arm. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, while well, they're trying to make their escape back to their like hideout. And he also takes out uh, the guy that was holding uh Yes, Momo the, the electric criminal. Yeah. Yep. And then So uh, I feel like Snipe could have just come by himself. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because he like yeah, he waste. pretty much did everything. He's he just laying waste, man. <laughs> that's right, like Dante from Devil May Cry over here, just laying waste. So pretty much as 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 Shigaraki's going with Kuragiri through the portal, he pretty much tells All Might that I that I will kill you. Mm-hmm. And this is where we have that moment after the dust settles and we're like we're looking around, we're seeing all the carnage, and that's when Deku's like, man, this is the day that I learned what the heroes are really up against. Um, and the, the show takes a very, like, for the most part, there's still some 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 lighthearted moments, but, like, this is where, like, the show really, like, goes in, and you're like, okay, so this is, this is, you know, what this is all about, and this is, this is what it means to be a hero. And, of course, um, the Nomu is apprehended by the police, because, you know, turns out, you know, he did have to land eventually. <laughs> um, but he's, he one of the things fight, here. He doesn't fight the police, though. He, like, goes willingly. He can't talk. Yeah, which him. is odd. Um, which is odd wink but um one of the things here um obviously all might is starting to transform back um and kirishima is like almost like coming right there to check on uh deku and like cementos uh, one of the other pro heroes who can control cement like puts up a wall and he's like hey you know I'll, t- I'll i'll handle these i'll handle their injuries i'll get them where they need to go rejoin the rest of the class like pulls like the teacher card like hey go with the rest of the students to the to the class and he's like okay yeah to, you know just basically to help conceal uh, all yes. my true like form. Yeah, and then um, of course, obviously the the police are have been brought in. The police are involved here, and uh, of course, uh, All Might and Deku are recovering. Uh, you know, again, a first class ticket to the nurse's office here. Um, and I mean, obviously, Aizawa's hurt pretty bad. Thirteen's hurt pretty bad. All Might's hurt pretty bad. Deku's hurt pretty bad. Like this was a real fucking fight. Like the the game has changed. Um. And of course, you have a, a detective that we're introduced to, uh, Sakaguchi, who is a, a friend of All Might. And of course, Deku's like, "Oh my God, he's seeing you like this." And he's like, "Oh no, Sakaguchi can see me like this. It's cool. He knows what's up." And um, and then of course, they're trying to find out, like, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, they're trying to find out any information they can about these villains, um, that, you know, attack the U- USJ." Um, so of course, you know. You know, he you know, all might is you know singing praises to all the students, and the um we, we kind of have this last little bit of narration here. Uh, the, this episode kind of ends with uh it ends with him, Yida, and Ochako heading home, but then we're like brought to like the bigger scope of the city as you know Deku's kind of narrating that you know the, the story's unfolding from here. It's only getting larger from here, and we're see where it ends with a mysterious figure kind of almost like batmanning it up on top of uh, on top of a building looking over the city he does not look like a good guy that's all i'm saying you can clearly tell this is a villain um yeah this is not a good guy and uh i do want to touch briefly we also get a a scene um before the nurse's scene we get a scene where uh shigaraki and kurogiri they arrive back at their secret hideout and obviously shigaraki's taking like six shots from snipe so he's pretty banged up um, but they're talking mm-hmm. to, like, this monitor. Uh, it's basically, he's referring to the monitor as master, that, like, he was incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just, you can, it, it seems like this is the person that's really in charge of all these bad guys. 
Yes. Um, so there's a lot Absolutely. of there's still like plenty of questions up in the air. Um, they reveal to the to the quote unquote master guy that Nobu is we couldn't find Nobu. We didn't have time to find him. Um, and then Shigaraki informs the master that there's a young hero that was like that was with All Might and that he he was causing problems. He's like this child, obviously referring to mm -hmm. Deku. Um, yeah. There's a lot of questions there, like who's in charge of these villains. Like you know, there's gonna be plenty more villains, plenty more stuff to come in these future seasons. And uh, yep, yeah, that's pretty much and it. That's, for that's season where one. it ends. That is that is season one. Holy shit, Cody! What a fucking ride, dude! What a ride! Yeah, man, it it really is enjoyable. The first time I watched it, I mean, it took me probably three times to actually get all the way through it. Uh, when mm -hmm. I originally got into it, and I think it was just because of all the hype surrounding the show. Um, but I really do enjoy it just start to finish i mean it's so good yeah such great fight scenes again like talking about them don't do it any justice like this show is so good and it did not take long for me to like become like once i got past like the i wasn't a fan of the animation until like i started meeting the characters and i was like man like this this has become my favorite anime of all time and it's not even over yet so i'm really really excited to dive into season two, which will be next week. I believe season two is longer. Yeah. So we might be splitting season two into two parts. Yeah, we'll either do 12 or 13 episodes. Should be 25 episodes. Yep, let me take a look. Let me see, because I think probably we're going like, to be... I do like the first 12 next week. Yep, because I believe season two is going to start with the sports festival. I think we're going to cover the sports... Uh, let's see... Yeah, I want to say the sports festival is the first half. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We were we're greeted to a recap first. Yeah, the recap's kind of like um, it's almost like a sort of like an OVA. Yep. It's not something really necessary to watch, um, but like it definitely comes in handy if you haven't been watching the show. Like like if you watched the season when it first aired, it's definitely something mm -hmm. worth watching. It's kind of like when you watch like a new season on Netflix, they'll show you like, here's what happened on Cobra Kai season two, before you get into season two. Exactly. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we're gonna meet a lot of really great, great characters in the uh, in the next season. We're gonna see some uh, some other class members. We're gonna see some support class members. We're introduced to uh, a pretty powerful character uh, by the name of the Hero Killer Stain. Uh, we see some students who are in some severe jeopardy. We get the, the students are going to pick their names. So next week we're covering season two, episodes one through 13. So uh, you don't want to miss it. So you want if you want to go ahead and watch along with us, which we strongly uh, encourage, uh, start with the recap and end with the, uh, the time to pick some names, which is episode 26 of the show, episode 13 of season two. Uh, there's a lot of action in these next few episodes, so you don't want to miss that. Um, but Cody, man, otherwise, I think I think we've gone on long enough. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I it, it's been a longer episode, but I mean, we got a lot more episodes to cover than than usual, and way more characters that we had to kind of introduce briefly. Um, Absolutely, I, think, I could ramble on about my hero long. Yeah, and I, I'm glad that each season kind of focuses on like your handful of characters. Like this season, really focused on Deku, Bakugo, um, mm -hmm. Achako a little bit, Shota, All Might, obviously, mm -hmm. and Tenya, and then. From here on out, we're going to see a lot more of Todoroki. We're going to see even more of Tenya. Um, mm -hmm. And just all the other various characters. Because, I mean, dude, there's so many. Um, 
Absolutely. Yeah, man, guys, if you want to watch along with us, you guys can watch it. It's on Hulu. It's on Funimation. Um, my suggestion is to watch it on Hulu because Funimation, for some yeah. reason, doesn't have subtitles. Unless you watch it subbed, which I, I like to watch everything with subtitles, even if it's in English. So Yeah, I, I, I enjoy doing both. I actually enjoy sometimes watching uh, subtitles. Like I, yeah. I watched most of last season in subtitles because I watched them as they came out, and I'll be doing the same for season five, which, by the way, season five premieres, I believe, this weekend. Yeah, we're just we're literally days away from uh, season five appearing or premiering. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, what I usually I do for newer anime, I'll watch it subbed and then I'll go back and watch it dubbed. Um, because mm-hmm. I I've learned to enjoy both, uh, just just as equal. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, guys. Um, if you guys want to, we won't have a poll for a little while. But if you guys want to follow our our Facebook and our Twitter pages just to stay up to date with everything we're doing, you guys can go to Twitter and Facebook forward slash shonen and suds or at shonen and suds you know how to get there and uh you know drop us a follow drop us a like and uh participate in the conversation there and chris that's everything for this week i i am oh, i am man pooped. i am ready to i am spent I, I say poop but i'm just gonna sit down and probably just dive right into season two honestly <laughs> oh, i'm probably gonna do the same all right guys so. well i am cody snodgrass and I am Chris Adams. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be back next week with some more My Hero Academia. So go beyond Plus Ultra.